Welcome to another inspiring message recorded at Thrive Church, a church passionate about moving people towards Jesus. Well, it's uh, really good, uh, really a privilege to to be with to be with you um, in the two uh, Thrive communities in Edenvale and Boxburg today. And especially to be with you uh, on the uh, Sunday before your uh, Vision Sunday. And I'm hoping that uh, what I have to share with you today uh, may be helpful uh, in terms of preparation for uh, what you will be hearing next Sunday uh, and in the Sundays that follow. I have a very uh, brief uh, reading that I'd like to share with you. It's one of my uh, favorite readings um, comes from the Gospel of Mark and I'm going to read Mark chapter 1 and I'm going to read two verses, verses 14 and 15. Listen very carefully to God's word as it comes to you. Now after John was arrested, Jesus came uh, into Galilee proclaiming the good news of God and saying the time has come and the kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe in the good news. And so we uh, thank God uh, so much uh, for uh, that little passage of Scripture. We pray that uh, through that passage, uh, God will speak a living word uh, to us today. I wonder how you would uh, honestly uh, respond to me uh, if I were to pro propose today that the greatest opportunity that life offers us, the greatest opportunity, um, is not to uh, get married, have a family. It's not to uh, get to the top of, the, of my career. It's not to uh, see the world, if ever that will be possible again. It's not to uh, pack as much uh, fun and pleasure as we can into the present. All those things are really great, but they're not the greatest. I want to propose uh, for your consideration today that the greatest, the greatest opportunity that life offers us is the opportunity to learn how to live with God in the here and now. I wonder if I can say that again, that life's greatest opportunity is the opportunity to learn how to live uh, with God in the here and now. 
come with me uh, quickly uh, to that reading that I uh, read a few moments ago. Uh, Jesus has come through 30 years of hidden preparation. Uh, he's been down to the River Jordan. He's been baptized by John the Baptizer. He has heard his father say to him, You are my son in whom I delight. He has spent 40 days, 40 days in silence and solitude and fasting as he engaged with the evil one. And now the curtains open uh, on his public ministry. Uh, all the years of preparation are behind him. He comes into Galilee uh, proclaiming the good news, the gospel of God. The time has come, Jesus said. The time has come. The time is fulfilled. The kingdom of God has drawn near. Repent and believe the good news. Now in Eastern English, uh, let me try describe that good news. We don't use the word kingdom of God much today in everyday, in everyday language and conversation. The kingdom of God is simply where God reigns. It's where God rules. The kingdom of God is where God's presence is known and where God's power is exercised. The kingdom of God, as it were, is, is God's space, God's dimension, God's realm, where things go God's way. Jesus is saying, all of that is available to you and to me, and that we right now, right now, can learn how to live with God in God's kingdom here and now. I really, really want us to grasp this. Uh, so often we, we trivialize the good news or we flatten it. The good news of Jesus is not simply that we can, we can be forgiven and go to heaven when we die. Now, that is good news, but it's not the whole good news. It's one line of the good news. The good news, the gospel of God, is that the kingdom of God, that life with God in the here and now, is possible for you and for me, that God in Jesus Christ through Jesus Christ in his life and death and resurrection, in Jesus Christ, God has done everything necessary, everything necessary for the doors of God's kingdom to be thrown wide open, wide open to everyone and to anyone. That any one of us can step into that kingdom can learn to live with God 
in the here and now. And I'm proposing that that is the greatest opportunity that life can ever, ever give us. Now, you may have a question. You may say, uh, Trevor, um, that's, a, that's quite a big claim you're making. Uh, what makes that opportunity the greatest opportunity? And that would be a wonderful question. Uh, and uh, I would love to sit down with each of you and perhaps talk with you about that. But let me do my best in just a few moments to, to share with you why I am proposing that is the greatest opportunity that life gives us. I want to suggest that it's the greatest opportunity because when we, when we learn to live with God in the here and now, we discover an unshakable foundation for our one life here on earth. One of my favorite verses, Hebrews chapter 12, verse 28, for we are receiving, that's present tense, not past or future, for we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken. The kingdom of God is unshakable. The kingdom of God is from everlasting to everlasting, as the psalmist says. The kingdom of God is always in good shape. The kingdom of God is never, ever in danger. Ever. And we have the opportunity right now, right now, for we are receiving a kingdom. We have an opportunity to live in that kingdom right now, in the here and now. I find that incredible good news. Incredible good news. We live in a world where everything gets shaken. The, pan the pandemic has shaken everything. If we didn't know it, we know it now. We're not in control. Everything that we can see in this world, everything is impermanent. It's shakeable. And some of us have known that shaking very deeply in our lives these past few weeks and months. The shaking of our relationships, our marriages, our finances, our jobs, our, our moods. And it's within this context where everything gets shaken that Jesus comes to you and to me and says to us, follow me, I want to, I want to lead you into a kingdom which cannot be shaken, in which you can discover a foundation on which a sure foundation, a certain foundation on which you can build your life. I find that incredible good news. 
I don't know if you know the name Lloyd Douglas. He's a, um, he was a, an author, well-known author. He wrote the book The Robe. Um, and I came across a fascinating story about him the other day. He, when he was a student, he lived in a student house. He was on the second floor. And on the ground floor, uh, there was a, uh, a piano teacher who, who was wheelchair-bound. And every day, um, uh, Lloyd Douglas would come downstairs, uh, put his head into, uh, through the door where this uh, p- a piano teacher lived, and would say to the piano teacher every day, uh, what's the good news for today? And the piano teacher would get the uh, tuning fork and would just strike it against his wheelchair and say, Lloyd, that's middle C. It was middle C yesterday. It's middle C today. And it's going to be middle C tomorrow. The choir can be out of tune. The piano may not be working. The world may be shaken. But that, Lloyd, is middle C. When we learn to live with God in the here and now, we discover the middle sea in our lives. But can I go further? When we, when we learn to uh, live with God in the here and now, we begin to experience, gradually, we begin to experience a spiritual power uh, from beyond ourselves that, that empowers us to live our one life wisely and well. Another one of my uh, favorite texts uh, comes from Corinthians, uh, 1 Corinthians, I think it's 4 uh, verse 20, where Paul writes the uh, kingdom of God is not a matter of talk. It's a matter of power. It's a matter of power. And that as we learn to live with God in the here and now, that spiritual power from beyond ourselves becomes more operative in our daily lives. And it's an incredible thing to know. It's the power sometimes uh, just to get up in the morning when you want to stay in bed. It's the power to Uh, face the deep conflicts and challenges that come to each one of us in this life. We are empowered to do that. It's a spiritual power that gradually transforms our characters from duplicity to transparency, from self-interest to other-centeredness. From, from disintegration to integrity. It's an incredible power. It's a power that helps us to engage those moods that can paralyze us. Moods of uh, anxiety and downness, depression that, that, come to each, that come to all of us at some stage of our lives. That's the kind of power that comes to us from beyond ourselves. 
And it often meets us, it often meets us when we've come to the end of our own resources. When we want to throw the towel in, when we say, I can't go on anymore. One of my mentors always used to say to me, Trevor, God's address in your life is endoftherope.com. You know who know this well are recovering addicts. Uh, I've learned a lot from uh, recovering addicts, spend a lot of my time with them. But the second step in the 12-step program is a, is a very important step. I've come to believe that a power from beyond ourselves can restore my life to sanity. It's an incredible step. That there is a power, a spiritual power, from beyond ourselves that can restore our lives to sanity and help us, even in the midst of our challenges and the chaos, to, to learn to live well and wisely. Can I say one more thing, and then I'll stop. When we learn uh, to live uh, with God in the here and now, uh, we begin, and this is wonderful, we begin to participate in God's dream for this world. You know, God has a dream for this world, uh, believe it or not. You know, every time we pray the Lord's Prayer, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That's the dream of God. God's dream is that God's will will slowly and gradually and deeply be extended through every sphere of human life. And you and I are called to participate in that dream right where we are. Would you agree with me that there are lots of nightmares around at the moment? People who are living literally in nightmare situations of need, of desperation, of deprivation, of loss, of grief, of pain. And it's into those nightmares that you and I are called to make God's dream real. Where we are. You may say to me, Trevor, well, where do I start? <laughs> you know, I'm just an ordinary, ordinary person. Can I, can I make a suggestion? Why don't you start with your job, the work you do every day? The work that we do every day is not only a means to make a living. It certainly is that. But for anyone who is living with God in the here and now, it's always more than that. Our daily work, whatever it is, electrician, plumber, teacher, doctor, salesperson, whatever it is, our job is a place where we learn to love God and serve our neighbor. And we share in God's dream. 
we share in God's dream. We make it more real where we are. Let me end. Let me end. I'm proposing today that the, that the greatest opportunity, the greatest opportunity that life offers us is to learn to live with God, not to think with God, not to pray to God. Those things are important. The greatest opportunity is to learn to live with God in the here and now. And right now, Jesus Christ crucified and risen comes to you, comes to me, and says to us, by name, follow me, follow me, and become a learner, and learn from me how to live with my Father in the here and now. I invite you to go on that learning journey for the rest of your life. God bless you and keep you. Amen. We hope you have been blessed and helped by this message. For more information about our church, visit our website at www.thrivechurch.co.za.